I'm trying to do a radio program. I'm trying to do the Russell Brand show. Yeah. <laughs> radio X. This doesn't sound like a thing that's true. Russell Brand. <laughs> radio X. Listening to Russell Brand on Radio X. It's Sunday, it's 11, maybe it's just after. I hope the news is okay, just don't know these days. It's a, a pre recorded show, but at least, at least I'm not alone, trapped, floating in a timeless capsule, lost, a little piece of history, a fragment of dust in a shaft of light. There are other specks. There's Matt Morgan, a speck of dust in a shaft of light. Hello. Took you a long time to unravel a shoe a moment ago, didn't it, mate? It wasn't that right. I was unraveling a shoe box. Yes, that's right. You Finally, were un- I have received some free shoes. This is a big day for Matt Morgan. It's what uh, I wanted. He just wanted something for nothing. What do you want? Something for nothing? Yes, that Thanks. is what I want. Something for nothing. And, it's and you brought them to me. I am the facilitator of that something for nothing. I'm merely a ferryman bringing you something. In a way, it's not for nothing because... I mean, I want gratitude. Uh, I sort of feel like I'd like to lord it over you. <laughs> Every time I wear them, you'll go, I got them for him free. Even if I don't say it, yeah. In my mind, that'll be like, but don't you think there's certain things you think anyway? Like there's certain triggers. You know me, that there's, I've got better than I used to. It used to be that if a certain thing got said, I had to go, Terminator, that's like Terminator. Yeah, or, that's true. No escape. Oh, no escape from the penal colony. You know, like there's certain mental triggers. Or there's other things as well. And I'm going to run this by you because you are both men that I respect and I want your opinions on it. And the other man that I'm referring to that I respect, laughable though it may seem, <laughs> is Mr. G, Poet Laureate of the show. You're right, mate. Yeah, doing good. Doing good. So Matt, did they get the right shoe size? Yeah. They, I'm they. He's they. Okay. I'm they. There's right. no they. I'm they. Oh, no, no. These aren't for me. They're for him. But he's passed them down. It's a trickle-down Not wealth. down. Oh, wow. Not ha- down. It's a hand-me-down. Cross. It's a hand-me-across. It's a hand-me-across. Why did you receive them? You're doing a photo shoot or something? Yeah, that's it. You can read me like a well, like very a good book. In- Perhaps <laughs> an academic book. You just didn't want them, did you? The magazine. I saw in the background of the picture that it was a photo shoot. It looked like that. Look at Matt, he's such a like, detective, isn't he? I bet there's like, a board up in your house, like in the wire or something, <laughs> making all bits of string going together like Cat's Cradle. Hmm, he's there. I don't like this shoot. Give him a mat. That's what I thought it, <laughs> the vibe was. Why would you add sneering? Why do you always <laughs> add sneering, even to an act of simple kindness? Oh, I'm very pleased. Why I got rid of the shoebox was because mm. I didn't have to carry around a shoebox. Shoebox. <laughs> so I put the just the shoes into my bag. Very simple business. But and I got what? my hand stuck in the, the recycling, recycling bin. bin. <laughs> Like, it's funny because there was a point where all of us, out of the attention of ourselves, me, G, Gareth and Neil, the producers of the show, I mean, this this show's brought quite a lot of people, but a surprising number of people are working for this to happen. I mean, it's astonishing, really. And we're just the sort of top, the tip of the iceberg, the flotsam and jetsam. Beneath that, there's a whole lake of infrastructural admin. There's people upstairs in offices going, why won't they play more music? And they shouldn't have talked about the election that much. There's, like, there's so much going on. Anyway, we, our attention turned to Matt because he was unravelling a shoebox, then he was putting it in a recycling bin and Alberto was in the rooms where Alberto is one of the fellas that works here. That I, obviously, I'm Christing about all over, like being nice to and listening cleaner, to. cleaner, but you won't say, he's, he works here. It's just, well, I don't know, well, I don't see jobs. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's equal. So I was like, oh yeah, was he cleaning? Yeah, I suppose he was. Didn't notice because I He could I have been see- the boss because I treat everyone the same. Could have been the boss. <laughs> he could have been the boss. Oh, are you not the boss, Alberto? Are you not here to talk us through figures? I don't even notice. Figures, everything's the same to me. In fact, he had a bin bag and he was emptying the bin. 
could be the boss, could be dressed down Thursday. <laughs> I don't know how things work. Is there such a thing as a day of the week? Anyway, then Matt climactically put the shoebox in the recycling bin, his hand trapped in there, he couldn't get his hand out again. It was like the sort of thing that if it was in the Beano, the fire service would have had to have been called to get his head out from between some railings. Matt Morgan, cartoon character. It's like even the simple acts of receiving Oh, I didn't know my hand was stuck. I pulled my hand up. Thinking, oh, I've done a good thing there, and the I've top recycled. of the recycling bin was stuck to me like a little bangle. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, was huge. A rid- yeah, ridiculous clanking bangle. <laughs> I should have just styled it out. Yeah, you could. Ah, have. My bangle, I found it. <laughs> I'm going for a kind of Rick James <laughs> look today. I'm dressing excessively. We've got some lovely things on the show. Firstly, Matt and G will be welcomed. Tick. Then there will be some adverts for some products or services. You can uh, obey those if you choose. And we'll be speaking also to an etiquette expert called Catherine Lewis because the last etiquette expert never showed up, did he? Do you no, remember him? No. Apparently, he was a Daily Mail person and he was. Bad sorry. Etiquette. Bad, so. bad manners. Boop, boop, move along. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, isn't it, to be snubbed by But I, I, I liked him anyway. He's probably really nice, isn't what he? What do you mean you liked him? He didn't dance the phone. I like the concept of him. Okay, you just like the idea of him. I like the idea of a Daily Mail etiquette expert. Etiquette, etiquette. Etiquette. Etiquette, Ra, ra, ra. Oh, yeah, so the thing I wanted to talk to you about, I don't know if I think too much, but when I was in a photo shoot yesterday, uh, this photographer, name of Chris, can't remember the rest of his name, he, uh, he, like, there's a bit, you know, you're doing, you've done photo shoots, Matt. I've seen photographs of no, you. No, I have not. Yes, Don't make you it have. sound I've done photo shoots. I've done two in my life. That's one. photo shoot plural. What do you want me to drop the S off and say that it was one conglomerate photo <laughs> shoot done photo in a shoot. sequel, Listen like it's this. Game of Thrones, Listen. done over time? Silence. I did one photo shoot where this guy uh, photographs people who work in comedy, right? And then I thought, oh, this is a hobby. (laughs) (laughs) He took one of you. (laughs) On the side. Uh, No, he uh, took a photo, but he wanted to take photos of me. And then I thought, oh, this looks like I take myself too seriously. Mm. So I picked up a toilet roll and I put my finger in the middle of the toilet roll and was like, ooh, and that's the one he used. And then it looks like I don't take myself seriously at all. And then the other photo shoot I had to do was when we did a podcast Mm. and we had to do something. That was nice. And it just looked like. All the little technicians and people who cut on fluffers who go around you, I just looked like one of them had been left in the frame. <laughs> <laughs> just didn't look right. Yes, you did. And you you work it and you pull little faces and you're like yeah. throwing little shapes. That's right. I All just rushed. felt silly. Yeah, that was a tough day. What's wrong with that? Yeah, G had to do it. Yeah, yeah. Well. We just felt uncomfortable. You did. You yeah. like, and what about props? Oh, great. Mm. Yeah, there it is. Let's Picture have a look at that image right now. Well, That's we'll the one they that. used, which was a rare, okay one. There's one where my face looked all twisted and weird. Yeah, I remember old Twisty Face. I asked them to use Twisty Face, but <laughs> they said it was bad for morale at the podcast, the provider. <laughs> People are holding up pictures of Matt now. There's a real sense of joy. Oh, that's a lovely oh, one. I'll tell you what, I'll share one of these images on my Instagram. You've not got Wow, Instagram you got it. Page. Why aren't you following me? I'm following you. I'll follow you right back. Jenny! Jenny! Follow Matt! Follow Matt! <laughs> Jenny me! Jenny me! Follow Matt! Follow Matt! Said on one of your pictures, poppycock. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you deride my imagery? You know that those image that's my it's image. Like you at the end of a gig going, Thanks, Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> like hey Birmingham, they'll never take away what we went through tonight. Well, they, they may try to break our spirits, but we're too strong, are we, Birmingham? Mama? I'm on there. All right. One thousand five hundred people following me. Skin wow. Daddy. 
No. What? Change that. You denied the will of the folk. Mum said don't have that, and my wife said it. And when the two women of my life, <laughs> the queens yeah. of my life, are. They, well, uh, the yeah. life queens forbade it. They did said they, mate? don't have that. Why? So I, well, Matt underscore Morgan, but yeah. underscore as words because underscore was gone, <laughs> taken. <laughs> That's quite funny. You idiot. That's not idiotic, isn't it? It's princely. You are quite princely, thinking about it now. I take it all back. So in a princely choice, Matt underscore written and typed the literalist to it. Uh, that's how we follow you. I will yeah. hear Jen follow goes me. back in the room. Follow, will you follow Matt, please? Home, because I have a suspicion <laughs> <laughs> that he's an untrustworthy man. Watch him. Watch what he does with shoeboxes. He's a very unreliable character. He's Matt underscore Morgan underscore is written out. Russell Brand Radio. So, right, so we've talked a little bit about photo shoots, and I was on one, and that's how Matt got the trickle down plimsolls. Trickle down plimsolls, trickling downstream. Chris do. Touched me. Right, there's a, you know, there's a bit in a photo shoot where, like, say you're looking off in a distance. You know my many looks. Well, one of my looks was look off moody in the distance. Do you, when you're doing a photo shoot, do, yeah. you, is, do you think it's like acting? Do you think, all right, I need to, do you sort of use your acting training? So much you know what I do, because like anyone, you feel self-conscious in a photo shoot. There's, there's a few oh, things. Oh, you don't. You don't. You, you don't. No, you don't. milk that camera. You so milk insecure. it. I just, if someone, only someone would love me. Uh, I feel so, God, if you push us all aside. Get out the way, guys. Yeah. Coming through, coming through. Ego machine, ego vessel coming through, ego sidecar. It's awful, because it is a bit like, uh, what's his name? Um, Austin Powers. Mm. Yeah, baby, yeah, give me that. Okay, oh, that, the camera oh, loves I you. love that. It's I that. love it. That's what happens. Mm. That's the cliche, but that's what happens. Get, love it, love it. Give me a bit more of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're a tiger. You're a tiger. <laughs> the camera can be anything you want it to be, Matt. Yeah. Anything you want it to be. It can be a woman you want to make love to, a man you want to kill, yeah? Like, I'm, I'm, well, I just pretend to be different people that I admire. Maybe I'm, I'll do one and go, right, I could be Sid Vicious for this one, or for this one, I can be Bowie for it. Like, you know, just do different types of poses and then Kenneth Williams oh I do him a lot obviously <laughs> gets me through the shoot anyway like so I was looking off in the distance one of them a very wistful look Alan uh, Bennett were you being yeah I was being Bennett Alan Bennett oh dear Thursday 9am shoot another photo like a shoot. piece of meat I am there I am upon the slab before cut by my old dad glistening the flesh dead still me. This is touching me. There's a homeless lady. Got me hand on my back. <laughs> a homeless lady moved into my driveway yesterday. I'm going to make a meal of it. She's moved in by Wednesday. The toilet habits are appalling. The West End show opens Monday. <laughs> <laughs> um, like uh, no, so I'm looking off in the distance, doing yeah, my great Alan Bennett look, and he goes, "Could you move your head this way?" Right, but and I'm doing like look, no, barely any time passes at all. Second, two, second, three, second max, and he comes yeah. over and he moves my head like it's a Lego block, like move, mo mm. like hands on head, and goes like move your head there. I went, um, uh, I said, well, actually, what I said was steady on, old boy. Is what I said. Oh, that's threatening. <laughs> it's good. No, but it is. It is. I think I'm not being ironic. Really. Steady on, old boy. <laughs> well, it's a bit droogy. You it's don't a bit. Move my life a better, <laughs> man. Yeah, if I need my loaf group, I'll call a baker's son. And I don't see no flour on your f***ing hands, but there'll be one on your grave before too long. He said an F word. Oh, golly. Beep oh, golly it. gosh. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Um, yeah, I said that, but I felt inside, Matt. I felt so. Moved by it, so moved. Like, for why is this affecting me so much? I said to him, Oh, yeah, don't touch me, head, please, mate. After I'd said steady on. See, this boy. is how Mariah Carey type rumours start. 
Do you know what mm. I mean? Because he'll go. But I wouldn't you know, do that to you or anyone. I've never well, touched someone else's head. But this is, I'm sticking up for you. But then oh. he'll go somewhere and go, cool, Russell Brand's a bit difficult. I, I just touched his head. He went, you're not allowed to touch my head. Oh, sorry. That's policy. That's in the contract. No one touches my head. No one touches my head, but me. Me and R. Kelly. <laughs> if, he's ava- <laughs> if he's available. I believe he can. Um, can, like, play. <laughs> can he? No. Um, so, but then what happened was, is he, he said straight away to me, he goes, um, a friend of mine t- uh, took photographs of Vladimir Putin. And uh, like all his bodyguards were wrapped around him, and then like they receded for the shoot to commence. And he went, I went over and I just like pretended to take a bit of dandruff or hair off Putin's shoulder, just to sort of establish, you know, we're all humans. And the yeah. the bodyguards all sort of like sort of went into their get ready gladiators position, and like really? it's okay, I'm just getting here. How getting scary hair. looking is Chris? Not particularly. Well, that's weird that they're that on edge. I know, I know, no, he doesn't. He's not in his. Thankfully, in his general personage he was not threatening because otherwise I think I'd have had to have been up all night debating with myself whether or not you know what if he said there was an imaginary speck of dust that he was picking off he he was doing a signifier to Putin of who's in control how dare you do that to Putin and how dare you do that to me so when he moved your head exactly yes and it went (laughs) 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 like someone dragging a big lump of stone around for a henge Yeah. yeah so like he was Maybe sort of, I don't know, maybe he was... Is it a mind game? Because it's not hard to say. I mean, I suppose he was, actually, it was a very good lighting setup. so he was probably dealing with Maybe he's just an detail. expert, but that's what it Yeah, maybe he can, he can actually see exactly what he wants, and mm. you're just slightly out of yeah. tune. You're slightly but couldn't out you of go, sync. just move a little bit to the left? But maybe it's like, it has to be just an exact bit to the left. I don't yeah. like that. you be there for ages. Can, no, sorry, right. No, no, go, bit, but he should have said, sorry, can I just move your head? Because you're yeah. not very good at moving your own head. Yeah, I've watched you moving your head over the course of this shoot. So would you mind if I just took over control of your head for a while? Cause so you know, is it awkward after you? Don't you remember for those Barclays? Yeah, it was awkward. Because I, you know, like I turned off the charisma tap. You know, uh, the, you know, oh, Russ, the oh. charisma's flowing. Then when the charisma tap goes off... The darkness comes. Oh, it's the darkness. You don't want to be around when the charisma stops. I suppose you're going to have a tantrum and lay on the floor and go, well, I'll just be a floppy sack for you, shall I? <laughs> You'll move me around, Chris. <laughs> I want the toilet now, Chris. No, you're going to have to take down my trousers. There, look at that. <laughs> now it's dribbled. <laughs> um, no, I tried to handle it quite well. Uh, but, but failed, clearly. Well, I'm still talking about it 24 hours later, aren't I? So, yeah. but like, but don't you think that this is where I think your mind plays tricks on you? It's like, don't you, it's like I feel like you know that game Mousetrap for when you're kids, like where there's all those elaborate pulleys and systems and stuff. Isn't there? There's an artist that does things like that as well, elaborate machines that do a sort of a something quite perfunctory. It's almost like there are external triggers that I feel obligated to respond to. Like, uh, there's a thing I heard once where someone goes, uh, "I wish I'd known when I was a kid when, like, you know, if someone started and one of my, and my mates go, you're going to let him talk to you like that.'" I wish I'd known that a possible answer is, yeah, yeah, it's not really a big deal. It's not mm. a big deal, forget it. Like that you don't need to put your yeah. pride and your sense of self so external. I've realised now that I should have just gone, oh, don't do that, please, mate. And that should no, I think they should say, like, do you remember that thing where Vic Reeves, someone shouts out at Vic Reeves like a heckler or something, and he sort of goes, mm, you're a confident young man. <laughs> yeah. And it completely deals with it and undermines the person yes. with humour, right? I know, because sometimes my humour disengages if I feel threatened. So you sh- if you could cling on to the humour and say... <laughs> cling on to the humour. Lifestyle tips from Man Morgan. <laughs> if you just said to him, ooh, you're a 
funky little gentleman or something like that. Hello, he would have got the message of like, oh, I've overstepped the mark. Yeah. But you wouldn't, there wouldn't be a terrible atmosphere. I would have actually punished myself by like soiling the pool of my beingness. So are these shoes stolen from Chris? I stole Chris's shoes, yeah. <laughs> he, he fell asleep in the car park and I, <clears throat> I undone them and I whipped them off and I left his little naked tootsies there to be scorched. How did, did he, was there any sort of like, oh, sorry about the head thing. Uh, he didn't do on. a retro. I heard later that he's actually quite a good photographer. And you know how a good photographer may have a bit of a thing about them? Yeah. Like, say you actually meet the ultimate good photographers. like David Bailey, who you have met. Who's amazing. He's really... Oh, well, well, oh, look what the cat's dragged in. Where are you from? He, like, he gives you a right old degree in Cockney. Does he? Yeah, yeah, it's lovely, though, because if, if you can withstand the early abuse, he's, he's lovely. Also, Would you he's, have let him move your head around? I don't think he would have done it to be honest, but right. yes, but like, but like, because he had the he had the air of a granddad. Like, I suppose we nominate in our lives people that you're permitted to do this, you're permitted to do that, you know. But I suppose, and it's when some people transgress that, perhaps with their own unconscious behaviour. If he uh, hears about this radio show, he's going to feel terrible. This Chris Willie? guy, you said Willie. <laughs> Willie, see it? So it's done to it? It's hard as a rock? It's shriveled up like a shrimp? It's like a li- <laughs> Nose? Nose. All right. Now, we've all learned a great deal, but will we learn more when we talk to an expert in etiquette, an etiquette expert, what we will be talking to, so as I reckon we shall, after a wee thing... I put this together myself, actually. Uh, you know the A-team? Of course you do. Well, I've actually joined it. Now, me and the rest of the A-team, we're in a barn. Just with bits and bobs we found lying around to make our escape into the world of commerce, we made this for you, and we'd do it again. Radio X. Russell Brand. Now, um, so Matt Morgan's on Instagram now. Follow Matt Morgan on Matt Morgan underscore, but written underscore, obviously. Matt, Matt underscore Morgan. underscore Morgan. One word. And I'm following him now, true Russell Brand, and you'll see a war of words has been <laughs> embarked upon. You can also see Matt's image well, of a bag called cactus. Jenny. No, me and you, because Jenny, I don't go on Instagram in case someone hurts my feelings. You know I'm sensitive. <laughs> All it takes is someone to touch me on the scalp and I fly into a two-day frenzy. I have to go on a pilgrimage to Lourdes to rinse me head in a fountain to feel better about it. So, uh... Well, I'll easily win this war of words then. I know, yeah, of course you will. All you have to do is say, I didn't like Arthur much. <laughs> and I'll throw myself off of a building. Right, now, so, uh, right, what we have to do now is <clears throat> learn a little bit about etiquette. We're going to learn it for a number of reasons. One, some of the people's manners on this radio show have been appalling. And, and as the last story demonstrates, etiquette, boundary crossing, the way we treat one another, non-verbal signifiers, physical signifiers are an important realm. To navigate through this, the choppy waters of this land is an, an, an etiquette expert called uh, Catherine Lewis. It says here, please credit as Debrett's expert. Now, Debrett's is a guide to etiquette. Isn't, isn't that right, Catherine Lewis? Hello, it is indeed. How are you? I'm quite well. Is it good manners to always ask someone how they are? Don't just go straight into this. Absolutely. I'm, I'm putting you first. You see, you see what I did there? Make yeah. you feel special. Did you God. feel a little bit special? Yes, very yeah. special. I feel special. <laughs> <laughs> special feeling for etiquette expert. Etiquette expert. Special. Uh, um, thank you very much for coming on, Catherine. And you're a graduate of St. Catherine's College. Hmm, sounds to me. I know. Funny, that's nepotism. Though, isn't it? Nepotism. Suspicious. You, yeah. 
I don't know yeah. that you deserve that degree. The science, but <laughs> you specialise in the science behind human behaviour. I think you're going to be able to help us. I don't know if you just heard. I was in a photo shoot yesterday. Um, yeah. The photographer, in order to move my head, I guess, into the perfect light, used his hands on my head, and I thought that was a breach in etiquette. And uh, how did that make you feel? It made me feel subjugated. Slightly violated. Violated. It? it made me feel violated. Is that right? What would Debrett say about touching someone <laughs> square on the noggin? He probably should have asked. Yeah. Uh, first, I think the thing is, hey, people get etiquette wrong, right? So everybody thinks that etiquette is rules. Oh, nod. Matt's nodding as if he knows about etiquette, which he oh, doesn't. People yeah. get etiquette yeah. wrong all the exactly, time. Exactly, Matt. Thank you. Now, everyone thinks it's rules that people use to make them feel better than anyone else or to make them feel special. And that, those people, they just haven't left the playground, right, mm. at the end of the day. I what should it get is, right out. That's worse than bad manners. That could be a criminal offence. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You've got to be careful. So that's why I think it's important, because it's about other people. It's about consideration. It's about social empathy. And actually, you have loads of social empathy. Like, so. We all know this. What? Uh, no, I have. So you, uh, you Catherine, do. Don't argue with Catherine. She's You never got out of the playground. Manners is not about rules, mate. Manners is about sensitivity to other people's social protocols. It's an awareness. Contract. awareness of others. So like everyone says think before you speak or do something or think before you, you touch your head. So mm. everyone thinks of themselves, but you should think of the other person. So you should think, you know, are they gonna want me to, to grab their face? Mm. Um, are they gonna want to hear what I'm gonna Say. Is you know, it like, like a sliding like, scale? Say you found yourself, you say you're in Toxteth, Liverpool. Yeah. It's a tough working class community. Yeah. It's 9 pm, by which, which I mean post watershed. The manners yeah. that are applicable there are different than if you're in Kensington, 1 pm at the Mandarin Hotel, at having uh, lunch with Duchess of Kent, innit? Exactly, because you've got to think, what do people, it's like language, people go, oh, you know, bad language, like you, for example, you have an extensive lexicon, right, I think yes. we'd all agree, yes. but you've actually got really important things to say, yep, possibly in so. between all those, no, you do, of course you do. You're teasing me, Catherine, you're teasing me, but in, <laughs> in our etiquette world, that is the height of good manners, in our <laughs> culture. <laughs> see, that's because yeah, you honour us with your teasing. But I'm putting you first, see, I'm doing it You are, right you're there. acknowledging our like culture. Think Think about this social flirting, really. What I'm doing is I'm considering what, how you're going to interpret what I'm going to say. So I She's might playing you like a fool. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, Matthew says you're playing me like a fool, like a cheap violin. Like you've got what she's doing. Oh my God. I'm battering you up. Yeah. And a complete you ninny, you're falling you. for She's it. Like a, like a Bond villain. <laughs> oh, I am a ninny. I am a nincompoop. I am a golden eye for you. I, oh. God, hold it. So you're, you're observing different social patterns and you're using them. You're surfing on our social moors. You're on an ocean of manners. And you're gliding across them like a like a etiquette Christ. <laughs> but I hope that you're feeling special that I'm putting you first. You are doing that. Don't I, tell him that. Now he's yeah. no, through know. it. This is post-structural analysis. We're ana analysing it. We've got to analyse it, Matt. I know. We're going to go post-real about this in a second. Are you, are you prepared? I'm ready to go down another fathom with you, dear. <laughs> I was yeah. talking to Matt then. <laughs> Just in case <laughs> my future wife's listening. <laughs> I'm also talking to Matt there. <laughs> <laughs> so but it I, is. It's all. It's all about the other person. I, I hear you got you got told off the other day for eating on the mic. Is that right? Yes, yeah. I do get told off for eating on the mic. Yeah. Some people have misophonia, which <laughs> means it's a, a special disability where they don't like to hear people you, eating no, a banana. That sounds you, like someone's 
trudging for a muddy farm. Yeah, bananas are hard. They can like clog up your mouth. You know, like, you, they're dangerous. Health and safety. But but think about it. Your your attention is actually. If you look at the brain, like I come from a science background, so look at the brain. Your attention is limited. So I hear on the phone. I want to think Russell that your attention is one hundred percent on me. It cannot it be. If if you're 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 munching on some quavers you found in a cupboard, going mm, tasty snack. I know I would for a fact not the way eat the brain a found works. quaver, a reclaimed <laughs> quaver from a salvage yard, a snack from yesteryear. <laughs> we, we've not all I. Done it. <laughs> we've all been there. But I know the way your brain works that you cannot be giving me your full attention if maybe five percent of it is is with the quavers. So. Yeah, you're not putting. He's currently breath. looking at himself on the feedback from the like camera in the studio, stretching his legs, looking at himself, thinking, "What a good girl am I?" <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, See? your attention is not on this conversation. Hold on, that looking at myself, thinking, "Oh, what a good girl, stroke boy, am I?" was as a result of this interaction, because I suppose because some of those social skills you were using floated me into an aspect of my being where narcissism becomes. Activated, I suppose, is what's happened to Catherine. So, uh, okay, so this, this this narcissism is being reflected back into into the attention you're then giving this conversation and, and all your listeners. It's probably a loop. There's probably certain There's a series of triggers. Are we in the matrix now? We're in the etiquette matrix. We what entered into the you? etiquette matrix. Yes. Now, these how are these skills of yours? These debrettes skills going to help us? How are they going to help us to observe correctly the right type of behaviour for our radio show? You're saying as long as we've got focused and dedicated attention, that's pretty yeah, much. And listening, listening is a big one. I think I do but listen, don't I, Matthew? Um, yeah. what, what do you mean, um? What do you I mean, um? You, do, you hear things sometimes. Sounds go by, <laughs> sounds go by. I heard one then. Just you, you register. I register. What more active do you want listening. from me? Active listening is what we want from you. What I think is, is I realised from reading something about David Foster Wallace that there, that there are many strands and strains of protocol. He talked once about uh, dialects, how, for example, mm. he said like uh, there's African-American dialects and white dialects and regional dialects. And like, say, if you uh, think of someone like Danny Dyer, he's like extremely mm-hmm. articulate in working class Southern, like he's, he's like he's Cockney mm. slang. It's sort of beautiful. And yes. poetic is an extreme, and like his his use of language is colourful and poetic. Yeah. So it's like a, like, and so there's different sort of, uh, I suppose, arenas and strands of protocol and etiquette. Like so, but there are there probably are certain universals around physical contact, mirroring, touch, that sort of stuff, aren't there, Catherine? Yeah, I think personal space is is something that we're already aware of, simply because our sort of brains work on a much more sort of you know, a survival mode. And if, if somebody touches you, it can be a sort of sign of danger. So we always, you know, universally around the globe, I think there's things like personal space and touching, which you should observe and, and, and not do unless you're entirely sure that they're going to appreciate the touch. Um, but yeah, I'm we do pretty sure you're going to appreciate this touch. <laughs> Unappreciated I've thought touch. about it. Now just I'm enjoy the rest of the bus journey. And I'm going to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that's it, where you need um, the big stack of um, thank you cards, which can also, you know, people can forget a lot of things when you send a nice thank you card. That's my other tip for you. Get a stack of them, stack. put them beside your desk. What's that? And, thank um, you cards. I've got a yeah. stack of ca- thank you cards right yeah. on me now. I'm fanning them. Cards as a child. I, all my brothers and sisters, we had to do them after Christmas. I hated that. Yeah. I hated the did thank you have to you do card. Them? Yeah, but when did you last get one and how special did you feel when you got if it? If I got one from a kid now, I'd love it. Would you? Yeah. yeah. Everyone loves a thank you card. Well, they look at these guys. Things. 
cards. I'm holding them right now. Special cards. Special cards. They'll be you handed out. a little bit extra special holding one? For the team. They'll be handed out a later. A handwritten letter. To receive a handwritten letter now would probably yeah. blow my mind. Rather yeah. than summonses <laughs> and subpoenas, the way you're typically communicated <laughs> yeah. with they're, these days. They're not handwritten, are they? No, absolutely uh, not. No, precisely. Matt, what were you going to say? I wanted to ask a question. Is it sexist to hold a door open for a woman? Not if you would hold a door open for everybody. What if it's the door to your own bottom? I think because, <laughs> <laughs> because if you if you are holding it because they're a person, then it's absolutely fine. Because I think you should hold a door, you know, for anybody. You're holding a door because you're really aware that there's other people around you, and that's a lovely thing to do. Yeah, but if you, but like, well, yeah, but it's gender but if you like hold, pulling a chair out for a lady, right? You wouldn't do that for yeah. another man, right? I've so, started to do manners for men. I've started to do like, yeah. I've started to treat like, say, I meet sort of quite tough working class men. I've started to treat them like they're attractive women. Yeah. That's something different and I to etiquette. They love it. Consideration. I'm gentle um, to her and I go, hello, mate, you all right? Look at you. Uh, Put that T-shirt on yourself. Come over here. Give us a cuddle. Thank you, God, afterwards. <laughs> that's, true, that's true, actually, because like, when I do a lot of stuff in like, work in prisons and you're dealing with a lot, you know, like, you know murderers, killers and all that kind of stuff, um, I, I call them sir. And what they're not used to that level of respect. Because they're always having to fight for respect and everything's about being disrespected and having their pride hurt. And the minute you say, sir, it, it literally disarms them because they're just not used to having that level of respect immediately. I think that's yeah. a really beautiful idea that so much of pe- so many of people's behaviours are as a result of not feeling appreciated or recognised or acknowledged. And if you treat people lovingly and graciously, that is disarming. So, geez, just wandering around the landings of Brixton Nick, calling <laughs> everyone... Governor. <laughs> <laughs> Your lordship, your ladyship. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's worked enough. And all this sounds thing. like people are using like etiquette to manipulate other people. Well, isn't that the British way? Yeah, and, and, and isn't what is communication is create community and create connection. But I suppose if we see the world as a resource to be exploited, then everything we do tends to take on that inflection. Don't it, Catherine? Yeah, I think it's about sort of, yeah, social empathy at the heart of it. And that does build connection and that does build community. And that can be a really positive thing for everybody. And then people really like you as well. And, you know, that's it's just lovely a side too. effect. You should have seen me with Alberto, who works here earlier. I don't know what he does because I don't even think about stuff like that. <laughs> I was being so nice <laughs> to him. don't think of others. <laughs> no, I, no, I do think of them, but I just don't judge them by what they do for a living. Just never been nice. like that. Just appreciate people for what they yeah. are. A bit like someone else from the Alberto's Bible. Alberto's a cleaner and Russell uses him as sort of kindness prop. <laughs> <laughs> so he makes he, sure that everyone sees him going, Hey, Alberto. Yeah, what's going on, man? Yeah, yeah I haven't even said hello to the boss yet. I'm just going to talk to you, huh, Alberto. The boss. Huh, I don't care about him. Tasty snacks. I guess I've always been more at home amongst the working class. Guess I'm a little bit like someone else who hung around with the lowly people. My name's David. Alberto, <laughs> it seems to me you're confused. <laughs> Alberto, probably you've been ignored too long, sir. As I always workshop. Get down here and workshop us. Workshop yeah. us. Matt will hold open a door for you. I'll hold open a door for you. Let's come back. You come down here and debrett us to another dimension with manners and politeness that you can't even mention because I'm friends with Jeremy now. This is a dawning of new grime. This is the beginning of a new time. Russell Brand taking us to another dimension. It's now pertinent to <laughs> shouting and back oh. off. <laughs> Madam, I have wronged you. <laughs> On behalf of Queen Elizabeth II. And my girlfriend once took photographs of the Duchess of Kent, Cambridge, one of them, Princess Michael of Danish Kent. And uh, she made a, like, 
she weren't even a professional photographer. She lied because a professional photographer couldn't turn up. My girlfriend turned up claiming to be a photographer. It was at Sotheby's. Princess Michael of Kent was handling jewels that required certain standards of photography. My girlfriend wasn't able to meet that standard. She lied. She lied and she took crap snaps. Surely that's a breach. <laughs> Who judged the yeah. snaps? I Princess Michael of... Wherever. She made her stand on a chair at one point. Oh, you do not called... do that to the royals. Stand on a chair, <laughs> suck a lollipop and look Did over you your shoulder. Your okay. <laughs> That's right. Sling your legs either side of that chair like uh, that thing, scandal. I, also, I had to do that in that photo shoot yesterday as well. What? He made me sit with my legs. You know when you turn a chair around? The wrong way. When you ride oh, it like, like a pun. Oh, like the famous Arnie Ackerson chair. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Like yeah. Arnie Axpel's chair, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like Arkwright's chair from Open All Out, yeah. That's right there. Yeah, and I had to sit the wrong way around on it. And I didn't like that. And it just, it meant I was immobile. It meant I could Why did you me. do it then? Because I want people to like me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do some active listening. Active listening. From now on, Radio X listeners, we want active listening from you. Catherine's going to come down here and manner us till it hurts. Thank you for coming Absolutely. on our show. That was really a wonderful contribution. You're, uh, right. It's really kind yeah. of you. Catherine, Thank let you. me get the door for you, darling. Oh, Catherine. <laughs> do do it now, me. And the old, your car should be waiting outside. Oh, okay, Catherine, I'll please. open the door with a little white glove. Perhaps you'd like to take some butter kiss. Now get out! <laughs> Catherine, thank you very much for coming on our radio show. We're trying our hardest. You're lovely. See you soon when you come here. You've been a brilliant contributor. Thank you, mate. Oh, thank Thanks you. a lot. Bye. 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 Well, you showed me up. I did actually. Know, for, for once, I did show you up because I don't think she liked that. Now get out, bit. Why did you do that? For a joke. You fool. It's always perfect those. etiquette to make people laugh. Did she laugh? No, she no, didn't. She, did. she went a bit quieter. You lot did. <laughs> You f- mad fool. What we'll have to do now is we'll have to make it up to Catherine. She looks a bit send like Send her a thank you letter. Yeah, send her a thank you yes, letter. Yes, that's it. Let's compose it now. Send we'll the thank you letters in advance. Dear ladies and gentlemen of Britain, here is a thing what's so polite that it might make you want to spend money you can ill afford. It's by a guy called Jeff Advert. He's made it up on the spot. I think he's been drinking. Hello, I'm Louis Balfour. And welcome to the radio ad for The Fast Show. Just a load of blooming catchphrases. Nice. In the two-hour special, we'll be bringing you the complete history of The Fast Show, from the show's origins to its enduring success, and all that jazz in between. Great. So don't miss The Fast Show, just a load of blooming catchphrases, tomorrow at 9 on the Gold TV channel. Wonderful. Russell Brand. This is Radio X. You're listening to Russell Brown on Radio X. Those were the adverts. Matt Morgan, who claims to be the best-mannered man in Britain, has just sent one of our co-workers out to make him yet another cup of stupid, made-up pretend tea. Tulsi Brahmi tea. You're not getting any what? free Tulsi Brahmi lovely, tea. Mate. I've got loads of it here. No one ever wants to try it. It's beautiful. Of course they don't. It's disgusting. All of your drinks it's are from disgusting. India. All of yeah, your. But most tea's from India, isn't it? Yep, tea is from India. Yep, yeah, that's sure. right. We're going to have to face up to it and own up to it. We nicked that and she all. She moved your head around using words. I don't mind words being used to move my head around. You were by manipulated by her flattery. <laughs> you did like it, didn't she you? Used, used, he's, he's very open to flattery. Yeah. Uh, am I? Yeah. <laughs> 
Do you I think reckon so? someone could flatter you off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're probably the first man in the world who's ever able to fly. I think, Do I you think, think so? Possibly, yes. Brilliant. Well, I'd ride a cliff just here. Well, I think you should go. Right out. Well, I mean, if you go. But in this outfit, I look foolish, don't I? Oh, you're, that's a perfect one to fly in. You're right. I do look like a flyer. Here we go, Dover. Here we go, Dame Vera Lynn. Here we go, Luftwaffe. To the skies, Icarus be down. Clean the beach up, will you? <laughs> Another one's gone. <laughs> Dear Mr. Morgan, it turns out that I could not fly. My friend Alberto and I have been polishing pebbles and seagull wings because there was also an oil spill for over a week now, and not one of them has said thank you. Is that wrong? Lots of love, <laughs> Catherine, St. Catherine's, Catherine Land, Catherine O'Clock, half past Catherine, Catherine's Day, 1900 and Catherine, Catherine. Can I ask you a question? How yeah. can there be a Princess Michael of Kent? She, yeah. She can't be called Michael. Yeah, how can you be called Michael unless you're a bloke? Is she? Though? No, I'm just, I think you made that up. Mate, look at the bloody internet <laughs> and it will tell you, as sure as eggs is eggs, that there is a bloke, what's a lady, called Catherine Catherine <laughs> of Kent. No, is there a Princess Michael of Kent? Yes, there is. Look is it up there? on the internet. Look, Neil. And my girlfriend took photographs of her smothered in gems. Did And so, hang on, how did that... She got in trouble for that or not? No, my girlfriend has had a lot of jobs and a lot of them don't seem like jobs she should have had. Stepping in at the last minute to be a photographer for Sotheby's. Not qualified. Princess Michael of Kent. There she is. Just done a blow burp even name. name. Mm. Why is she called Princess Michael? Why you might as well be called Princess Dave. Brian or Dave. Yeah. Yeah. She's married That's to Prince surname. Michael, which is Michael Jackson's son. Yeah, so, so she's married to did Prince that Michael. In the old days, like your wife would be called Mrs. Russell Brand. I loved those days, didn't you? Yeah. The glory days, weren't we, they? We weren't alive then. But. No, but if we was, we'd have loved them, wouldn't we? Yeah. Cause that no, because we'd have been lowly chimney sweeps. No, yeah, I know, you're right, because I looked at my ancestors and they were scum of the earth. Bottle washers, <laughs> they, they would have Have you up. ever been on who the hell do you think you might be? I went, <laughs> I went on a show called Christ, was that you? <laughs> Where I went. I went back in time and I examined yesteryear and I did not like what I found in that. Not well, don't you go on who do they think that Who are. did you think that was? <laughs> who did you think that was? I don't know. <laughs> it was a girl. <laughs> but it turns out that it wasn't. It was just a very well gentleman. <laughs> why, why don't you go on that? Yeah, all right. I would like to go on. Who did Danny you... Dyer went on it and they found that he was related to royalty. He was King of England, wasn't he? Yeah, well, William the Conqueror. Yeah, I mean, what do you... Yeah, you can't I mean, beat that. That's as good as it gets. You're never going to go so extreme as that, are you? I mean, I think I, I think what I found out was that uh, one of my relatives was a scullery maid and another uh, one of them How was... did you find this out? Not down a library with a little magnifying glass. <laughs> hmm, I've got to find some clues. Now then, <laughs> Joe Brown's my mum. Wait a minute, Joe. <laughs> hey, where's my goddamn school dinner money, Joe Joe? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, what I've done was, you know, I think I've, uh, it was in the, there was this thing in the Times where they oh, do that yeah. as an article. Like, yeah, yeah. let's go back through yesteryear. I went, I'd like to go even further back through yesteryear, if you don't mind, and got in touch with them. So they'd done like a little booklet of, oh. it's easily done. And uh, you, but it keeps spreading out in different directions, doesn't it? Every generation, it doubles, doubles, doubles. It was yeah. all you so that's what's difficult. But anyway, we, cut, we followed a couple of lines. We found back, back a couple of generations, three, four. I don't know. I Where remember. and was it all London based? Yeah, all East London. And about a hundred years ago, they did a big survey, and there was blue slums, black slums, all these slums, right? And there was like, but even my grandparents were all sort of Hackney, Stepney. So it was only like a generation or two back that it's like East London. And then there's a few, some people coming from Ireland. But then there's this scullery maid person. Mm. Uh, 
Now, she got diddled by a sculptor. But then again, no. And <laughs> it's all what? Diddled by a sculptor. <clears throat> right. And uh, that got a bit of Italian in the mix. And that's why we brands are a swarthy crew. Yes, because you've got a sort of Spanish-Italian tone to That's you. the swarthiness. Yeah. That was from a diddling with a sculptor. And he so was an Italian sculptor. He chiselled a bit of the Mediterranean into my relatives. Mm. He gave him a bit. He gave him a bit of olive DNA. And what side was that on? Your mum or dad? The kinky side. <laughs> so your mum then. <laughs> That's where I got my kink. Don't you dare! Don't you dare say that about my mama. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. I can't remember. It might be in the other way. I think you should go on that program. Yeah. Give the nation a bloody good laugh. Mm. (laughs) Right. If you uh, look around, are you the producer of who did I think that might have been? If you're that, look in the mirror and you go, hang on a minute, I did produce. Who do I think that might have been? Then. You know what they probably do, though? Go on. They would have probably approached you if there was anything interesting in your past because. Listen, mate. They do a bit of research. There's interesting things. I most likely come from the kings and queens. I'm most likely you go back a couple of generations. Oh, there'll be eight men. So. There'll be all sorts you'll going be, on. You'll probably be related to Alberto. I'll tell you now, I'm related to him in the present. No, no, no. It's a matter of time now before the phone call comes in. <laughs> I expect you can reach right back to the royals. Oh, yes. Well, I think it might just be a string of village idiots. No way. <laughs> Those village idiots, how are they going to be breeding? Who are they doing it with? Other village idiots? A village yeah, idiot they orgy? Travel. They travel to some sort of village idiot fair. <laughs> <laughs> We're a troubadour gang of idiots every night. We diddle each other. I done it with my auntie cousin, and I done it with my sister brother. Give a couple hundred <coughs> years. Who's this? BBC, Comes from the pit. hang up the phone. <laughs> no, it's a silly idea. Russell Brand Radio X. Welcome back to the show. Me, Russell Brand on Radio X. Now, Catherine, dear Catherine, I'm so sorry. What I done. It won't right what it was, what I done. It won't never more happen again. My sincerest apologise. Lots of love, Mr. Matthew, Susan, Kate, Bob, Tinkerbell, Morgan, underscore, Morgan, underscore. Post that, please, would you, Jen? Yes, okay, will you? Right, <laughs> that's that taken care of. Terrible. I might um to, to bad <laughs> etiquette, right? Repeating someone's accent. When my wife That's first came over from here, from over there, I mean mm. to here. Yes. Uh we were with Noel's wife, Sarah. Yeah. She's got a Scottish beautiful Scottish accent. Yeah. And she said something and then my wife liked her accent and repeated so it back. And I said to her, That's rude to do that and then we got into an argument about it later on. But well, you did the home argument, the back home argument. Where I go, a couple of points from tonight. Great. That's a bit of a debrief, bit of a debrief. On the whole, thought it was a lovely oh, dinner. Wonderful. But now, we- we're social climbing with the Gallaghers, so I'd rather that you didn't do a Scotch accent down the Scotch lugs of Sarah Gallagher. Yeah, but is that bad manners? So I think it's bad manners to do a debrief with your wife. No, it's not. That's how you keep a marriage going. Do you think you're more yourself with your wife than anybody else? Because I've worked out I am more myself with my girlfriend probably than anyone. And I'm not very nice at all. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, because you probably... Yeah. But you're confident, but you're not putting on any like that. I oh, just you're always just laying around naked. Oh, Dad. you are. Uh, you're not putting. Uh, it, but you're quite. You you speak to Laura very nicely. I do. You're I very, love her very much. Yeah, you're very um like me and Katie talk to each other like a pair of mates after time. But you and you're you're yeah. saying, Laura, would you like me to? You're actually rather polite and sweet. Ah, thank you, thank you. I've been 
pretending to be that for a while now, and it's finally started to take. exhausting for you. <laughs> when I get into my little pit of an evening, the hole I've dug for okay. myself in the garden, my worms and tarantulas for my... <laughs> no. Is this the real me, guys? Uh, hello there. Would you like to go up a crevice? Cuddle me close. Um... No, yeah, I don't so think, is it yeah. wrong to mimic someone's accent? I think yes, of course it is. Yes, but, that's but rude. I do, me, I bounce up. If you stick me, like, I mimic, basically. The, hang on, I've just remembered something. What do you mean, hang on, and then a slurp of some tea? <laughs> Who are you? Got, Who did I marry? We got into a taxi once, Yeah. and there was a, the driver was Irish. That's right. And he said to us, in an Irish accent, oh, he's, oh, he was talking to me when you got in, and he sort of went, I'm not going to do an accent. Well, Go I'll on. do an accent. Actually, he, went, he is racist. All right, fellas, where are you going? Like That's that. quite good. Wasn't Is that it? good? Is that passable? No. You've got an Irish you person. You can't get here. an Irish accent past her. <laughs> no, they're old guys. <laughs> Deadly. <laughs> right? We go mm. in the car. Yeah. And then Russell, for like randomly, then just goes, We're going to Hackney, please. Like that, in the most leprechaun <laughs> <laughs> voice. And I looked at him like, <laughs> and I text him, the driver's Irish, why did you do that? And then he texts me back, going, oh no, say something. And I text him, no. <laughs> we had this awful cab journey <laughs> where you then try to be excessively nice. Yeah. And Mate, was... I just want to say, I'm sorry for the br- behaviour of the British Empire. I've never liked it. I don't agree with colonialism. And I consider you and I... My grandmother's Irish, did I mention that? Look, I just want to apologise for everything what went down. Yeah? It was it was awkward. But, but then, mind you, you you know, I've got this shaved head at the moment, and then when mm. the takeaway man came, Uh-oh. I thought, oh, I don't even think I'm racist. So what did you do? Over-tipped him. What did you do? My new item, what do you do? I've set myself up as an expert in pretty much anything you'd like to ask me about. What do you do? What do you do? <laughs> What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? There's the jingle. You've accidentally, thank you, you've accidentally dressed yourself up as a racist. I don't know why you've done it, and you live like it now. Matt underscore Morgan. <laughs> now you realise that you live in a culture where people are from all different races, and they're not going to like your new racist look. What do you do? Stop dressing up like a supremacist, sir. Well, I'm not. I'm wearing a nice little shirt. It's but only the hair. Matt, don't you think you're just super self-conscious? Because like, you're, the, you're the only. I always have been. You're the only person that thinks you're a racist. No, no, I don't think he is a racist. I think he looks like a racist. Yeah, looks which like is a racist, racist. No, thing. Because Russell say about always goes, anyway. "Oh, you look no. like a white supremacist." So then it's my confidence is in status. <laughs> <laughs> Let's build him up. Let's build his confidence sky high. We've given him free shoes. Uh, he's got an opinion. Yeah, a black man. Yeah, but what do you think? You think a thousand What do you think yours? people from like minorities do? You think we just walk around being scared of everyone with a shaved head? Yes. Gee, he's got a shaved head. <laughs> what, you mean they're not? Blimey. <laughs> I'm growing it out then. <laughs> this is Radio X. Russell Brand. What do you do? <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> What do you do? What do you so do? There's actually quite a good item we could answer because, yep. like, modern etiquette. Right? Modern etiquette. What do you do in these what situations? What do you do? If you've got any inquiries, yeah. what do you do? Well, you email us. What do you do? And, and on the we... next show, we'll deal with it because we're pre recording this. Yep. Russell at radiox.co.uk. You can tweet me at Rusty Rocket. So you can come and see my show, Rebirth, which is frankly fantastic. And you can come to the front and you can politely stand there like a Donimo. Stop straight like a Donimo. And then when you get nearer me, ask me. Thank you very much. Thank you. I've got an email here. It's from a young man, Robbie Russell. Dear Russell, Matt G, 
I'm very happy you're on the radio. Big ups, which I notice is what our Carla says because I've been texting our Carla. Big ups. I might start saying it. Yeah, big I know Carla. He's a good guy, man. He's clever, isn't he? Yeah, real. Oh, amazing. amazing. Big ups. Well, big ups was a bit like years ago. Yeah. Well, but he's older, isn't he? How old is he? Uh, big 30s, ups. Yeah. It's big ni- ups. 90s thing, isn't it? Big ups, everybody. Maybe it's sort of an ironic. Big ups. I'm friends with JME, so there's that. And I, Jen, because he t- retweeted my tweet, didn't he, Jen? Oh, that means you're friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I think so. He retweeted your tweet. That's right. Oh, wow. Friends Is he the best man at your wedding, then? I would imagine so. If I don't start getting some politeness from the other candidates, <laughs> it's going to be a grime wedding. Nice day for grime again. Hello, Russ and G. <laughs> I, for one, am very happy you're on the radio. I'm also happy to see here that you've forged a deep and meaningful connection with bona fide and national treasure, JME. I run a small print magazine. How small is the print? Will people be able to read it? Based in Leeds, that's all about grime and youth culture. Yes, I can see why you've reached out to me, Robbie Russell. And I got... L- and got to thinking, I like the way this guy talks, I got to thinking that your show could do with a contemporary music version of Dart Boy from your Halcyon days on TalkSport. What's Dart Boy? What's Halcyon days? I know what Halcyon days is. We but weren't ever on TalkSport. No. Yes, we was, mate. That one we used to do after shows. In after, Don't you remember? After shows, we used to go in a room and Noel oh, would yeah, come on it. Do you remember? Uh, Weird atmosphere. Uh, TalkSport. Threatening. What's that about men- sport? I don't know anything about sport. Well, we, I know, it came across. That's why we got fired. <laughs> I propose you call whoever takes up this mantle Grime Lad, a sort of rap Robin to your Buddhist Batman. With his knowledge and your natural affinity to young people, I do. I am young people, aren't I? You could rise up as the new saviour of British subculture. I knew this day would come. Let me know and I'll post the job description on ZipRecruiter. Oh, that's something that we promote on our... Um, thing on under the skin you should listen to the one with Yanis Varoufakis or oh, if it's a good always oh, good all right mate but I don't know what you mean dark boy I, I see dark boy so you did little jobs for us he was like a little uh dark boy yeah we remember. had a boy Jenny do you remember dark boy G dark boy no. <laughs> this is like good I'm you know Up on it. Instagram now right but yep. people message and I love all the messages I haven't liked them or replied to Why? them so I'm scared too because then people I don't know Come I don't understand on, it like I, them. That's get involved. I read it I like it That's you're just people... quietly liking it in your own mind what do you yeah. do flick your nipple because if you, when you like, like it something. I think they then they like following it. them or something like I don't really it. understand it but what I'm saying is they mention things from old radio shows yeah. like 10 years ago or like well, I can't remember, but loads of stuff where you go, oh yeah, that happened to me. Like, yeah, even that person attack, that called you. you know, I had a, uh, yep, I'll never forget that story. Yeah, like that, that you said you, you watched Art Attack it. when in a university. You were, Matt was in what, a university. What arts programming do you watch? In a like, university interview. What arts programming do you watch, young man? Do you know about Art? And Matt goes, well, I'd have to say, I'm very fond of Art Attack. <laughs> An Art Attack with Neil Buchanan. Anyway, I haven't seen it. I have to. Uh, I'll look out for that. Yeah. Ah, I see it's on fear. Saturday morning at 9 a.m. after. Whack a day. Okay, let's see this art attack. Hello! You art can be done by anybody. You don't no, have to be a grown-up. Art up. attack still goes on and it's on Disney and no. it's with another guy. Is he who's like not that? Neil Is he Cannon, who's in a heavy metal band, weirdly. That mm. was a, I don't know if that was a lie, but that went viral a little while ago. Why shouldn't he be? Exactly. But he is, apparently. Let's get him on, Neil Buchanan. No, come on. We won't have anything to say to him when he gets here. Will we? Yes, we get will. Get him here. What are you going to say? All right. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm Neil million. Buchanan. I'm Neil Buchanan. Neil. Hi. All right. Do you like art? Anyone can do art. That sounds like someone from Bread. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get up. I gotta get up. She is a tart. Time's getting I'm, hard. <laughs> I want me pudding. Right. I'd say to him, 
Neil, you know the big yep. pictures at the end? Yeah. Where it's mm, shot it from high above and you do a huge picture? Yeah. Was that fun doing that? I loved Were doing that. Were they ever is, your idea? Yes. Actually, it's funny you asked that question, Matt, because that was always my favourite bit of the show, because I actually am an artist, and I don't, I'm not really into heavy metal. I'll just do that. That's not an experiment in itself. I like to just do big, big pictures. In fact, right now, I'm doing a bloody great drawing. I've got paint all over the soles of my feet, and I'm doing a bloody great picture now. It's, right. it's absolutely beautiful. And were you upset when the show went to Disney and you weren't taken with it, or was that your choice? No, I, it wasn't my choice, and I was very angry about that. And when I found out about it, I, I, I went to uh, Cologne in Germany, where Walt Disney's head's cryogenic frozen. <laughs> I burst into the lab, and I kicked it off the shelf. <laughs> and I said, take that, heart attack! If you one day died of a heart attack, would you appreciate the irony in your dying gasp? <laughs> I'd go, I'd go, I'm having an heart attack! And then like everyone would go, yeah, two thumbs up, Neil. You still got it. And then off I go to the cardiology wing. Happy. Smiling, smiling to the boneyard. final piece. That was my final piece. But I want to be remembered through this work. My greatest achievement. It's called adverts. Hello, I'm Louis Balfour, and welcome to the radio ad for The Fast Show. Just a load of blooming catchphrases. Nice. In the two-hour special, we'll be bringing you the complete history of The Fast Show, from the show's origins to its enduring success, and all that jazz in between. Great. So don't miss The Fast Show, just a load of blooming catchphrases, tomorrow at nine on the Gold TV channel. Wonderful. Radio X. Russell Brand. Ah, just finished that. Swallow it down like the well-mannered person I am. Uh, and thank you, Catherine, our manners expert, for your fine contribution. Our manners have shot through the effing roof, I'd say, as a result of that. And we now know that I've got an interesting family tree and we'll be examining that on who the bloody hell do you think that was? Twisted little sapling. <laughs> thank you. Uh, this is, uh, anyway, that lady that suggested, she's called Amy Haycock, who suggested... Uh, uh, Why like, don't we say dog boobs? Dog <laughs> boobs. Right? So, like, there, uh, Lady Dog Bird Garden. Now, you know, don't you remember, Matthew, that you typed something into a computer and it yeah. came up with... Something. Oh, no, I know what that was. What yeah. was it? It was because uh, I was having my laptop fixed remotely by an mm. Apple genius person and then someone texted me and it came up, all right. Lady Dog Itch Garden. bits. Hmm. All right. Hitch bits. Hitch bits. Yeah. Or titch bits. Titch bits. You can say titch bits. Titch bits. But the yeah. other way around. Biscuits. Yeah. Yeah. Because that remote person. It's very odd you... if you have your computer remotely controlled by an IT expert. Yeah, I know. It's like being dominant. It's like Avatar. If like you know, in Avatar, where they use your body as a puppet and they just mm. go around in your kingdom and they dig up that tree you worshipped. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I loved that tree. I have that reference. Hello, Matt and G. Chat you. Samuel Jackson's written this. Please, can you confirm if Russell does always say arcs, not ask? There seems to be a lot of claims recently. I'd like to know the truth. No. I, I do always say arcs. And he remembers. No, I don't need to remember it because it's just naturally what I do. It's just naturally what I do. Cheers, says Jesse from Sydney. Last week you were talking about kids learning what meat is made of. I grew up on a farm where we raised sheep, so when we had lamb for dinner, mum would tell me we were eating turtle. I accepted it as truth I was for. Poor Jesse. Oh. Actually, I think you might as well be honest because then the bombshell's got to land. Mm. And also, turtles are a mad choice. Yeah. You shouldn't be eating that. Like she felt it? happier that the turtle would die than one yeah. of the sheep. Maybe she just didn't have a conceptual connection to a turtle, but that does seem... Yeah, but didn't she watch Ninja Turtles? Shredder? That would make me want to eat them. They were such cocky little twerps, I thought. If marketing was so good, I would have eaten turtle. What do you mean? 
Well, I'd have eaten turtle, mate. But on the basis of their personalities, they're very upbeat, weren't they, those boys? Yeah, but I wouldn't have think I was, thought I was eating one of them. Just R- someone like them. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Russell. We are gradu- graduating Kundalini yoga teachers at Ice Sky near Reading. My God, imagine becoming a Kundalini yoga teacher near Reading. We are organising a retreat festival, 14th to 16th of July. We'd be thrilled if you were free to come and try some of our classes and enjoy some live music. Kamari and Manveer will be there, and you know how good their music is. It's a family-friendly event, Satnam. I do want to go to a Kundalini is yoga Kundalini festival. Kundalini the one where it's all hot? No, yeah, no that's uh, Vikram yoga. Kundalini is where you go... <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> no, it's the one where you do Breath of Fire, which is what I just done then. Uh, and uh, it takes is, you to a I mean, if, I, if you told me at 14 mm. I'm going to teach you breath of fire I'd mm. think oh yeah this here is we good go. yeah. and then if someone went here it is <laughs> <laughs> well then it's tell you what you're going to be very disappointed with yogic flying well I've seen that I remember when it was all over the news it's a little codswallop isn't it bouncing about with your feet crossed and then trying bouncing. to hop around on your bum I want an actual flight yeah. unless you're being suspended defying the laws of gravity you can't call it flying if what you are the other overblown names for things they've got uh transcending to another dimension sitting still doing next to zero <laughs> dragon wing dragon you go chicken dance um well naturally i do think kundalini is very good because don't you remember matt when we done it in my hotel room that time and you said you felt all dizzy yeah but that's not <laughs> you're not going to put that on the poster are you I felt all dizzy. <laughs> that was quite mad, but only See? because you over-oxygenate or something, your brain. Hyperventilate. You, yeah, but, yeah, yeah that's hyperventilate. all it was. Yeah, you can take a mere materialistic biochemical explanation if you want, but the fact, all, all you like, but I, I had a transcendent experience. Because what is your consciousness but just a collection of senses coming together? But where's it all coming from? What's receiving the senses? What is the breath doing? No, I believe you can change your um, state, of consciousness. state of consciousness using things like simple things like breathing, but going <laughs> like that. I <laughs> like, mean, kids do that like sort of stuff. Like an angry anyway. plumber. Do you remember I'm not paying you. <laughs> you bloody well will. <laughs> Look, my one-year-old runs around in circles to make herself dizzy for enjoyment. People so love people getting high. It. They do it themselves. They love getting high. But she doesn't like run around, it's running around in a circle. I don't call it, you know, dragon spinning or something. <laughs> Is that your daughter? Yeah. yeah. She well, loves to. Of kids do it. There's an email here from a young man, calls himself Mona Lisa Jones. I like Matt's new position close to the camera. He's not hid behind the mic. Well, I'm cl- I thought it was further away from it. No, you're close, man. It's studying you. Mr. G is good, but I'd like Jenny to move closer to him. Hold on, Mona Lisa Jones. You can't just shift us all around like this. <laughs> We're not playthings. We're not Barbie dolls in a house in your mind. Yeah, but you shift us around. I had to do yeah. that, G. I had to do and that. And then he gets upset when someone moves his great big head. <laughs> Hold on, I didn't physically yank you over the other side of the studio like you was a naughty boy oh, you would smacking done. your bum like a dinner lady on a walk. <laughs> I've told you before not to do that, did I? I just went, would you mind, sir? You like the lady? You did, you did it under the veil of Jerry Feng, Feng Shui. Feng Shui was what it was. Well, but Feng Shui is about power. What do you think it's all about? Move Jenny. Look, this person, Mona Lisa Jones, you don't worry about me. There's a new threat in town. You're still worrying about the Germans when China's on the horizon. Mr. G is good, but I'd like to move Jenny closer to him and then have Cutie Boots move round the corner next to Jenny. Who is Cutie Cutie Boots? Boots. That's Gareth. Hello, Cutie Boots. Gareth Roy from Hull. um, Looking at the two of you, if I was going to call one of you Cutie Boots, it would be Gareth. Because Neil looks like a sort of a computer expert in an 80s film <laughs> where like they make a woman they make a woman out of computers. 
yeah. you know, that sort of thing. That film, I know that Weird film. science, Weird isn't science. it? Yeah, whereas Gareth does look like some sort of cutie boot, sums him up, actually. I think that might be his uh, Twitter handle. Let's take some photos of Gareth, put them on the internet, then just leave him in a park on his own, see what happens <laughs> as a study. <laughs> let's, let's run a competition to date Gareth. Here's our new item, Date Gareth, where date the women boot. and men and whoever you are of the world do what the hell they like to a free, sentient human being with feelings and emotions and a mind. Gareth, are you into that? No. <laughs> the very nice radio station man can take cutie boots spot. Probably best. You're the radio nice station man. It'd probably be nice because he's closest to the door then to handle any future scandals in case Katie Wasserface comes back. Right, I agree. Jenny, move a bit closer to G. Come on, we've got to obey Mona Lisa. Cutie boots. Gareth needs to see that computer, don't you? No, he, he can move. It's a laptop, isn't it? No, this thing. Oh, don't worry about that. That'll all work out. Come on, Come cutie on. boots. Round the corner, cutie boots. Get round the corner, cutie boots. And you better get used to hearing that, because when you're a competition in a prize, you'll be standing on Clapham Common, and people will say, get round that corner, cutie boots. I'll take my dog for a walk, and I'll find some real cutie boots here. I've bought them back in the cave. <laughs> oh, what's your bought back for us, master? I bought back a real cutie boot. Oh, get his boulders off him. I want to see the soles of his tootsie rolls. Yeah, let's massage him all nice. Get the sesame seed oil. Get the... Oh, we run out of okay, sesame seed oil. Okay, getting sorry. an insight there. <laughs> Into what the deep workings of a tortured man. <laughs> Many was the no, night. No, we're not allowed to do that. Why? 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 It's been deemed what? too revolting. <laughs> Who can possibly deem some a little bunch of guys called Ofcom? <laughs> <laughs> Those gaggler twits. What are they? The Girl Scouts? Who's to say Ofcom's even real? What about like it might be the end of our Usual Suspects, and we find out that actually I'm Ofcom. Yeah, all along. Oh, that'd be weird. Actually, I was off com. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Russell Brand. Radio X. X.